As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. Starting now, you can get a transcript of each week's Rich Dad Radio Show. Just visit www.richdad.com slash radio and download a copy today. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, 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 Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And today we have a very exciting program for you. And I'm just going to quote something I just saw, you know, blast over my phone. I don't subscribe to this magazine, but most middle class people should subscribe to it. It's called Money Magazine. And they always trash me, so I do my best not to trash them. But anyway, let me tell you how stupid this last but. article was. <laughs> but. But. He says they're, they're touting this young woman who saves 75% of her paycheck in cash. She saves it in money after the name of the Money Magazine. Now, this is really, really good advice for losers. Uh, that's the whole problem with that because sweethearts the world's changed and you know for guys who've been subscribing to the rich dad song and dance (laughs) is that i've always said savers were losers the rich don't work for money and your house is not an asset and that's kind of why money magazine comes after me and those types of publications so if you're in the uh i want to teach my kid how to save money and live below their means don't listen to this program anymore because this program will scare the you-know-what out of you. <laughs> because sports fans, wake up and smell the coffee. The world today, I don't mean just the U.S., the world today is in the biggest currency wars in world history. You know, in the year 2000, there wasn't a euro. Believe that. Right. And there was no yuan. There was no Chinese currency. And there was no euro. And now we've got this crippled U.S. dollar that is completely fake. And by the way, that's the name of my next book coming out. It's called Fake Money. The U.S. dollar is fake. Mm -hmm. It's based upon an obsolete system called the fractional reserve system. Every time you put a dollar in the bank, the bank lends out 10 more. Your, Your money is going down in value. Like there was an old commercial about you know, B.F. Goodrich was the best tire of something. <laughs> Somebody hates B.F. Goodrich and said, B.F. Goodrich, the only tire that wears out in your trunk. You know, so every time you put money in the bank, it's wearing out. So I'll say it again. 2018, as we do the show, we are the biggest currency world war in world history. We have the dollar, U.S. dollar, which is crippled. We have the Chinese yuan, which didn't exist in the year 2000. And we have the euro, which did not exist in the year 2000. So wake up, you guys. The U.S. dollar, if you're saving U.S. dollars, you're like the skipper on the Titanic. You know, they're going to have to print more and more and more and more dollars. And they're going to have to lend out more and more and more dollars, which makes savers the biggest losers on planet Earth. Then you add to the mix today, we have a thing called cryptocurrencies. So we have four major currencies competing for money today. And Money Magazine still touts this young woman saving dollars. 
So don't listen to this program if you think that's good advice. So today we're going to be talking about one of the biggest changes on planet Earth. You know, people know about Bitcoin. Everybody in the world knows about Bitcoin. I was just in China. That I mean, I was just in China and Japan. The Japanese are buying Bitcoin like wild people, simply because they keep printing more of that silly thing called a yen. Because the Japanese are finally waking up because the Japanese per capita are the biggest savers in the whole world. That's how big the Japanese are as being losers. And I'm Japanese. I said, look at those guys. I said, what are you guys doing? I've got to save money. My daddy told me to save money. You know, I go, you got to be nuts. So sports fans, we're going to hear about the latest in cryptocurrencies. Now, it's time to wake up. Any comments, Kim? Well, yes, it's time to wake up because, you know, as much as I've heard about Bitcoin, Ethereum, cryptocurrencies, and I am—I know so little about it. Um, thank God we've got three experts today with us who know a lot about it. Um, but there's so many different scenarios that this can take, and nobody seems to know which road we're going to go down because there's so many factors involved. If somebody does this, if government does this, if regulation happens here, if, if people do this, it's like there's so many different scenarios. So I'm fascinated today to find out from experts who are living in this world, what they see coming and what we can do to uh, kind of anticipate uh, what the future holds when it comes to cryptocurrencies. Well, I'd be cautious of calling them experts because everything's <laughs> changing so fast right now. Very fast. Nobody can say you're an expert at anything. They're so, an expert today. <laughs> well, we just, they just kind of have, the, they have their finger on the pulse yep. of this whole thing. So the two people in studio with us today are Rob LeCount. He's a VP of operations at the Rich Dad Company. He is our techie. And we have Joel Flint, the senior web developer at the Rich Dad Company. And also online, coming in by phone, is Jeff Wang. He is a specialist in blockchain technology and the analyst at Rocket Fuel. Rocket Fuel provides strategic, value-added opportunities in business strategy, product, marketing, and blockchain implementation. So Rob LeCount from the Rich Dad Company and Joel Flint, they are in touch with people like Jeff Wang because... I'm Sergeant Schultz, you know, from Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> I know nothing about technology. So with that, welcome to the program. So welcome. Thank you. So let's start with Rob. Why, why, why uh, is Jeff Wang an important asset to us? Uh, Jeff, the reason Jeff's so important to us is because uh, as you teach, you know, it's really good to surround yourself with people in the industry that know what they're doing. And it really helps sort of guide and sort of fast pace our learning. So uh, I just like connecting with people in industries that I'm really, really, really interested in, just so I can learn more. And, yeah, and, and they're Jeff, doing the real thing. Every they're doing day. every day. This is this is Jeff's thing. If, if so. I could plug my next book coming out next October, it's called Fake Fake Money, Fake Teachers, and Fake Assets. And most people are learning from fake teachers. And what I mean by fake teachers mm -hmm. is they don't practice what they teach. Yep. You know, my accounting mm -hmm. teacher at the MBA program was never an accountant. You know, they had an accounting degree, but they never did any accounting. Yep. And that's who most of the kids are being polluted with by these fake teachers. Now, there's great teachers out there, but you got to know between fake teachers and real teachers. So that's why we're happy to have Jeff. And Joel, tell us a little about your background and why is Jeff an important asset to the brain trust at Rich Dad here? Uh, my background is just digital marketing and web development, so I'm kind of on the techie side. So. Um, crypto kind of fit perfectly for me, so um, I've been researching it for the past six, you know, since October-ish, and um, I'm pretty, you know, right on the pulse. You know, news every day, I'm pretty up, pretty up, pretty up to date. We're doing a lot of mining stuff, so getting pretty immersed in it. Um, I think Jeff is important because, like Kim said, you know, there's 
nobody really knows what's going on in the space. So I think it's good to hear different perspectives from a lot of different people. Correct. And I feel like if you're listening to 10 different people, you're going to be able to have the information to make your own opinion. So. Correct. Good point. So, Jeff, welcome to the Rich Dad Radio Show. Uh, please give us a quick uh, your background and how you got into this cryptocurrency phenomenon. Thanks for having me. Um, so it all began as an investment group. Mainly we looked at stock market, we looked at real estate opportunities. Uh, and this is probably only a year ago where we finally saw something called Ethereum that was really changing the space of cryptocurrencies. So we saw that Ethereum had this new capability. You can write computer programs on top of blockchain, which is crazy. So we all invested in that, went really big. And then later we saw ICOs come out where startups so hang, so hang on, Jeff. So, yeah. so Ethereum, look, we're going to need to explain some things here. So Ethereum is sure. a type of cryptocurrency? Exactly. Ethereum is like Bitcoin, but you can actually program on it. Okay. And why is that an advantage over Bitcoin? So Bitcoin, you can think of as a notebook that writes, you know, if I send you money, you send Kim money, and then it just keeps going, right? It's just forever uh, a big notebook that keeps track of transactions. But Ethereum... You can write like code on top of it. So, ev so, so every write. hacker, I mean, no, a new ICO guy is going to use it. Uh, yes, well, it, that's what happened. Basically, Ethereum kind of started off the ICO revolution. It did. Uh, ICO is uh, initial coin offerings because right. everybody, I mean, every my, one of our best friends called from Singapore and says, "I have an ICO coming up. You want to invest in it?" I said, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> you know? So the ICO is like the IPO of cryptocurrency. Initial public right. offerings. And, and uh, you guys who are old enough to remember this, remember back in the year 2000, everybody had a dot-com company. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly where we are today. So that's why I'm saying there's no experts today. They're just going to be survivors. Yep. Absolutely. So, uh, Jeff, right. you know, talking about Ethereum versus Bitcoin, could you again give a little bit more clarity on the differences for guys like me? Yeah, so Bitcoin, uh, it's a little slower. It was one of the very first blockchains to be developed. And then later, Ethereum, uh, a guy named Vitalik Buterin thought like, well, we can actually improve on the use of blockchain, and then you can write stuff on top of it. So, so people explain blockchain. This is cryptocurrency 101. <laughs> Got it. Um, so blockchain is a, it's not owned by anybody, right? So blockchain is, if you want to participate in helping the blockchain system, you would have a computer that helps keep track of what's going on on this system. So with Bitcoin, the system is just a ledger. It's a long notebook of transactions. And then mm -hmm. basically you get rewarded for participating in the system. So you, your computer can organize all these transactions on this long notebook and then you get Bitcoin. Um, but right now it's very hard to do that because a lot of people are trying to help out the system. Right. So Just to add to that, the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum is the smart contracts is what he was trying to say. And smart contracts are cool because it's like a built-in escrow. So if I want to give you Ethereum and I'm buying something from you, we can write a smart contract that says, don't give you my Ethereum until you provide the service that you said you were going to provide. So it's like, a, it's like, it's, it's like an escrow. escrow yeah. yeah. It, it can get way more complicated, too. Definitely. Like definitely. For example, it can replace bonds. I can write a smart contract to do exactly what a bond does. And if, if you send me money and I send you a token, that smart contract can pay you out the interest in the different months exactly. or years. Um, so this is really dangerous to the financial industry. Well, that's, oh, wait, wait, you just, you just yep. said something that's so profound because that's the market I think is going to crash. It's already crashing mm -hmm. right now. It's exactly. called the bond market. 
And the bond market is about 500 times bigger than the stock market. So there's all these guys who are saving money. That's why I want you to wake up and smell the coffee. Because if the bond market goes down, the world monetary system comes down. Would you, would you kind of agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's what Bitcoin and blockchain and Ethereum and Litecoin, Litecoin are doing. It is a, a currency war in invisible. You know, the banks right now are probably shaking in their pants. Oh, Wouldn't you say that? Oh, big yeah. time. You already see it. Yeah, definitely. So like, how are, For example, go I was going to say IPOs. IPOs might actually become irrelevant in the future because companies are raising lots of money just going through these initial coin offerings. And pretty soon, they're going to sell equity through cryptocurrency. Yep. You're going to have a company that says each token represents a certain percentage of my company. That's right. Why should I go to the stock market if I can get the liquidity now? I can just trade my equity now for like the same amount of fundraise. So there's the stock market, that's, that's a pretty, Wall Street's a pretty big entity. Institution. Institution, institution. Um, as is the government. And um, where does that play into it? Because if somebody doesn't like what's going on and they got a lot of power, they're going to start exactly. interfering. That's right. And you, part of the reason why we're seeing a lot of the Bitcoin and Ethereum prices go down today is because there's some doubt on what the government is going to do. You see China do a complete ban, but then you see countries like Japan and Singapore, South Korea, they're all pro-regulation, pro-taxation. And then Bitcoin and blockchain can't really be stopped. So the question is, does the government want to get in front of it and set up rules for taxation? Or do they want to totally outlaw it and then have things go on behind the scenes? Once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. We're talking to people out there who read Money Magazine. You know, because this whole thing started off with Money Magazine's, Money Magazine's touting this young woman who saved 75% of her paycheck in U.S. dollars. And Rich Dad, for the last 30-something years, has been saying savers are losers. So for those of you who really believe in working hard, saving money, and paying taxes, and the strength of the almighty dollar, you better wake up, because the world has changed so, so much since the year 2000, you're obsolete. So when you understand that, I would pay attention to the rest of this program, simply because something is gonna happen. We don't know what yet, but as we all know, desperate people do desperate things. So we'll be right back talking about how else cryptocurrency is going to enter the currency wars of the world, the big war between the Chinese yuan, the European euro, and the U.S. dollar. And, of course, my favorite subject, gold and silver. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate, and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. 
Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. It pays to listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And once again, we're talking about the currency wars going on all over the world today. The wars between the U.S. dollar, the European yuan, I mean European euro and the Chinese yuan, and now crypto money. So this whole program started off with the idea that Money Magazine is still touting the idea that you should save the U.S. dollar. Look, the U.S. dollar is trash, man. It's going down. You know, how many years has Rich Dad been saying savers are losers? And I'm not saying it because of cryptocurrency. The whole system is designed for you to be a loser. Every time you put a dollar in the bank, it's called a fractional reserve system. They lend out 10 of it. That means your dollar is wearing out in the bank. Then they don't pay any interest on it. I mean, you gotta really be silly. Now, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android, and all of our, pro all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. And the reason we archive these programs is because repetition is one of the best ways to learn more or go more in depth. So go to richdadradio.com, look up this program again, listen to it again, you'll pick up 10 times more. But most importantly, have your friends, family, and business associates listen to it, especially for the people who still believe in saving money. You might save them a lot of pain and numbness in the coming years. And again, we don't really know what's happening. We just know something is happening. Comments, Kim. There's something happening, that's for sure. And we've got three great guests with us today. We've got Jeff Wang, who's a specialist in blockchain technology and an, the analyst at Rocket Fuel. And Rocket Fuel is a strategic company that um, looks at opportunities in business, product marketing, and blockchain implementation. We have from the Rich Dad Company, Rob LeCount, who's our VP of Operations, and Joel Flint, our senior web developer. And i just like to lead off with this, and I'll start with Jeff. Um, there's a lot of different ways cryptocurrency could play out. Um, for example, two that I've heard is if the, if the Federal Reserve feels that they're getting threatened or this is getting too big, the Fed might create FedCoin and create their own mm -hmm. digital currency, or large companies like Amazon or Walmart or Starbucks might create Google. their own currency. Google might yep. create their own currency. What, what are some, how does this all play out? What are some of the scenarios and what do we look for? So the best thing to look at is what happened in China. China outlawed cryptocurrencies and ICOs completely. And what happened was people started just doing over-the-counter deals through their WeChat. Yep. So basically I would send you money through my WeChat and then you would send me Bitcoin back. So even though China outlawed it, there's still massive trading going on in China. So if America decides to do the same thing, we might actually see the same thing. People might still exactly. continue to trade currencies. Now, if a company starts defining a coin for itself, yes. this is where things get interesting. The thing is, like, does the government consider that as a security? Does the government tax that if it converts into U.S. dollar, for example? Those are the rules that are not very clear right now. We don't know what's going to happen, but this will happen. Companies will start coming out with their own currencies. Yeah, we're kind of waiting until June to see what the governments are going to try to uh, to do as far as regulation is concerned. There was a big conference called G20 that just uh, ended, I think, last week. And it was positive because there wasn't much regulation decided on. 
Um, this, they don't know. They don't know what's going on. The they G20. don't. They they're, don't. They're old guys like me. Exactly. So they're really just trying to figure all this stuff out, and um, they they just they basically said, "Here, give us a little bit more time to figure it out." So that's good. But I think in June is going to be a, a big time for us to figure out. The, the ultimate path of Bitcoin and crypt, crypto in general. Rob LeCount, the VP of operations at Rich Dad, anything you want to comment on that? Joel's deeper into this, and I'm just sort of curious if you could elaborate a little deeper on what's happening in June. Like, why are we going to find out more information in June? Uh, because I think we're going to figure out how the banks are going to try to combat this or either embrace it. Um, I think we're going to figure out what they're going to attempt to do as far as regulation is concerned. Um, some countries are very pro-crypto, some are against. So um, we're going to find out all that uh, come come June, I think. I think we're going to see a lot of resistance. I think the federal government doesn't have any clue what to do with this, and I think we're going to see a lot of resistance. I just don't know what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, you talk about the Federal Reserve, they've got their fingers in everything. And when you got that much power, it's going to be it's not going to be easy for you to let go of that. You know, so, so. so a lot of people are, you know, they buy Bitcoin and, and, and Ethereum for, for speculation. Um, sure. Are there a lot of, and I'll start with, with Jeff, are there a lot of businesses that are accepting cryptocurrencies now? There are a few, but I think right now cryptocurrencies are still very volatile. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too so speculative definitely. for a business to risk on it. Definitely. Yep. Exactly. So they, if they don't they know do the value it, of it. Right. They, they, they might as well convert to U.S. dollar if they accept it right away. Yeah, I think it's pretty. It's still pretty early, but it, you do see things like, um, you know, a lot of different payment processes are starting to, to take crypto, and you see things like even Craigslist is giving the ability to pay and receive crypto. So people are are catching on, but it is a little early and it is very volatile. So it's probably just person to person, right? Definitely, yeah. Wasn't That's, there something a couple of months ago that came out that talked about the state of Arizona was going to accept crypto for state tax payments? I did see something about that. But yeah. the regulation is they have to instantly convert it so they don't sit on exactly. it and it turn it into an investment for the state. Definitely. But, Any other but, comments there, Jeff, on what the future looks like? So I want to just point out again that I, I believe that the cryptocurrency market, the ICO market, will transition to what we call a securities, a security token market. And we're, we're already beginning to see companies like Telegram and T0 are raising equity with cryptocurrency. And what is Telegram and T Zero? <laughs> it's funny, actually. Yeah. You you are you know the founder of Telegram. You've been in his office. That's interesting. It was Pavel Durov. <laughs> oh really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they they've got uh, tele, Telegram the the coin token coming out. It's uh, called the Gram. I, I, the Gram. I, I, so they're I, doing I, an ICO. I can oh, tell you funny. something. Pavel has no love laws for the government. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no. And the thing I'm thinking, every time I meet these crypto guys. They all want to bring down the U.S. dollar. Oh, yeah. Right. Secretly, all crypto guys are anarchists. Am I correct? Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, you say it's the people's money, so yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take so, that yeah. back. So in my <laughs> new book coming out, it's called Fake. I said there's three kinds of money. One is God's money, which is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been here before we were here. It'll be here long after we're gone. Definitely. The second type of money is government money. It's called fiat, which today, you know, there's indigenous currencies like the Aussie dollar, and the New Zealand dollar and the Singapore dollar, they're indigenous. They just work kind of inside their little com- countries. But then the three major world currencies are the euro, the dollar, and the yuan, Chinese dollar. And here we have crypto sticking its head in there 
And a lot of these guys are anarchists. They really don't like the government, which says true problem. Absolutely. I think that uh, everything is overregulated. There's no yeah. trust for the government. So they're trying to find a way around all the regulation and everything I, else. I, so I think if the government tries to kill cryptocurrency, they're like trying to kill the cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll just keep popping up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you so think, let, so let, so let's, let me just ask. So let's say, it does, let's say cryptocurrency does get established. Let's say the regulation happens. What, what, what does it look like? What does the power shift look like? like what what are we seeing if cryptocurrency really gets established let's start with jeff uh you'll see companies create their own platforms and then that platform will take its own currency what does that mean create its own platform um so basically for example you'll have a company like google or amazon have capabilities or an ecosystem within its company that interacts with another company's currency for example so you'll, you'll see companies that have currencies that can be spent uh, within its own company or can be spent in another company. And we're already seeing that with all these ICOs that are coming out, people are buying and selling with Bitcoin and Ethereum. You can think of Bitcoin and Ethereum as like the fiat. Like that, that's the, the money that you're using to buy these currencies. And what happens to, what happens to banks? Banks Gone. become more and more irrelevant. Like, mm-hmm. they, like for example, like you, you need a bank to manage your account which you don't need anymore if you have cryptocurrency. Uh, you need a broker um, to, to manage like stock trades, for example. But with the decentralized exchanges coming out, those will become irrelevant. And we talked about smart contracts taking over for bonds and for escrow. So those will also become irrelevant as more and more of the middlemen get taken out. You guys have no idea what uh, Jeff Wang just said. If mm-hmm. the bond market gets torpedoed, you better buy some guns. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but we might see the U.S. government raise money through cryptocurrencies. They might create their own smart contracts and bonds and then take money that way. So that'll be another currency war going on with all countries. Yeah, there's a currency war everywhere. There's a currency war within crypto itself as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. And, and is, is this, I'm naive. So, um, you know, we got this going on in the U.S. We got this going on in major countries. Is it is cryptocurrency, um, Joel, all over the world? Yeah, definitely. It's a global currency. So, I mean, you can use it anywhere. And it actually benefits um, lower economic countries because they don't have the, the type of central banking that we have. So Correct. it's much harder for them to get bank accounts and, oh, and the store cost, their, their the money. Transactions costs kill them. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Jeff, let me ask this question. Tell me about uh, blockchain. Why is that? I really think that's the that's the underlying cause of this whole thing, right? Yeah. So blockchain, in a sense, gives you uh, you can automate a company. So right now, blockchain in Bitcoin automates a currency. It's a self-governing, self-sustaining currency. And pretty soon, with smart contracts, you can have Amazon be run on blockchain. For example, mm-hmm. I have a system that I pe- I send money to. And the system takes somebody else's product and sends that to me, and there's nobody in between in that system. Right, right. So basically, you'll see companies completely automated just by using blockchain. And the banks, no the banks can't get the, the banks cannot take a piece of that's that. That's right. I mean, that's that's kind of the point, right? It's like right. you're taking out that middleman. Um, cryptocurrency is, is trustless, so you don't have to trust the person you're trying to give money to. Right. And, and so, Jeff, let me ask you this. You know. To me, the, the word is called fiduciary. Fiduciary means trust. Mm-hmm. And and personally, anybody listening to the Rich Dad radio program knows I don't trust the U.S. government and I don't trust the U.S. dollar. Does blockchain bring in that bring that trust back into the system? 
Yeah, with Bitcoin, you know exactly how much Bitcoin is circulating and where every single Bitcoin has been sent. So you can trust that the amount you have is the right amount and that the total amount is the right amount as well. Yep. And, and, Joel, yeah, and Joel said something. Um, he said you don't have to trust the person you're giving the money to. That's correct. Because of the smart contracts, I can write a, you know, we can write a smart contract that says, hey, if I'm going to give you this money, you've got to do X, right? And until you do so X, so, you don't get my money. So does this money. maybe eliminate a lot of the Legal. financial scams exactly. yes. that are going on Absolutely. out there? Really? Yeah. Yes. And that's what takes away the need for a bank. You don't need a bank anymore. Because right now, we, we trust the bank to store our money and you know whatever money we put in, we're going to get out, right? And all they do is lend it out. Exactly. True. So I'm exactly. not going to get those emails from Nigeria telling me I have $2.4 million <laughs> to collect. <laughs> Here, here's another example with smart contracts, right? Like I can put a warranty on this product I sell you, mm-hmm. or I can give you insurance through a smart contract. And if something happens, then the money gets returned, right? Or if That's I'm right. doing a service for you and the service is not fulfilled, then I don't get paid. And all these things can be automated with smart yep. contracts. And that takes away, you, you just mentioned, Rob, too, the, a lot of the legal the legal, legal lawsuits. Yeah. All these contracts. I mean, like, think of all the paperwork you do for a mortgage. Yep. Yeah. So what, just, what are so what are the risks? What are the risks of cryptocurrency? The biggest risk, in my opinion, is regulation. The government's the biggest risk. Uh, I don't think adoption by people, I don't think acceptance by people is a problem. I think it's really just the government. And a lot. another thing I want to talk about is a lot of these ICOs coming up. Jeff, you, you, a lot of them are not going to make it, right? Right. So we saw the dot-com bubble in the year 2000. This is way, way more overblown because right now these companies can start raising money just with an idea. They don't even have to make it yep. to the stock market to start raising money. So that's, so there's a lot of these ICOs and all that's just speculation. Absolutely. It's all speculation. Yeah. Just for those FYI, it's just how you think of money. Money is either transactional or speculative. And so right now I just hold Bitcoin, Ethereum, and blockchain as speculative. I'm going to play right. the ups and downs of it. I don't use the stuff personally. Mm-hmm. So right. Kim and I have some Ethereum. Yeah. And, yeah, and so with the ICOs that come out, I mean, isn't there a risk there in terms of it's going to make it? You put out an ICO and people are putting their money behind it, right? That's right. Yes. And so many of these are not making it, so there is a lot of risk in investing in them. Definitely there for is. the investor side. Yes. How do you? How do you, yeah. Jeff? How would I check that out? How do I find out what's legit and what's not? So there's many ways to approach investing in ICOs. One is to actually look at the product itself and the team itself. And when you invest in the token, you have to wonder, is this token actually useful? Or can I just use like Bitcoin instead of this token? So a lot of things we look at are, yeah, how how good is the product? Is the product actually going to become in reality? Is the token a good use case? And can this team actually deliver? Is this an all-star team that can deliver? So that's that's fundamental due diligence on anything coming out. The big thing I'm hearing about is the, the need for electricity to mine these coins, mm. right? Big time. So Canada just now, all these guys are moving to Canada because the cost of electricity is really cheap. That's right. China, the cost of electricity is really cheap. Korea is really cheap. So yep. all these guys with cheap electricity, they're the new miners, right? They're the guys like, you know, I started a gold mining company. But those are the new miners. And what is it, how does the electricity factor into all this? Right now, I think it costs like three to $4,000 just to mine one Bitcoin. Wow. So what's yep. going to happen is a change in consensus is what it's called. So basically all this electricity is used just to guess, is to play a game to win the Bitcoin for mining. But going forward, there's a thing called proof of stake. 
meaning instead of computer power, it's about how much of the currency you own. And we suspect that the electricity costs will go way, way down with that uh, consensus method. And that's kind of a good thing because right now, like you think about it, the power companies really have a lot of power in that. So if they decide to raise electricity prices, then what happens to miners? You know, a lot of people, they they fold, yeah, or they move, right? They just take their computers and leave town. Exactly. Final final question, Jeff. I'm the old guy with gold and silver. What advice do you have for me? (laughs) Actually, with the stock market in uncertainty, I think gold is actually a good hold. Um, I also do think uh, buying Ethereum is actually, it's approaching levels where it's actually reasonable to get in right now. Because long term, once they've figured out the technology limitations, and once these startups actually start delivering, there actually will be value in buying some of these cryptocurrencies. Yeah, I I bought some yesterday because I I understand stock trading, and it hit a support level around 390, I believe, yesterday. So I just bought some more to cover the bounce. And is it possible that a new cryptocurrency could come up that's going to be even more powerful that we don't even know exists yet. Absolutely. Yes, there's one that comes out probably once a month that actually is a legitimate <laughs> yep. contender. That is a what? Um, but really a legitimate contender. Okay. So, uh, Jeff, before we go, how do people, what does Rocket Fuel do? And do you, are you guys open for people? Do you, do you have customers or things like that? So what we're going to do is start a educational uh, team and educational segments. We're going to have uh, a user base that can talk to each other. We'll be per- uh, personally participating in the chat rooms. Uh, we, we just want to make sure the community doesn't fall into these scams and that they do the right due diligence when buying cryptocurrencies. So we want to empower everyone else to get involved with the community and to get involved with cryptocurrencies in general. So, so does somebody contact you at your website, rocketfuel.team? Yes, yeah, so we have rocketfuel.team, and pretty soon when we open up the educational segment, it's going to be rocketfuelcrypto.com. Hey, Jeff, I want to I really thank you for your clarity and distinctive speaking without mumbling. It's great. I mean, <laughs> you, you spoke, what I mean by that is using words I don't understand. So you really kept it simple and clear. So I really appreciate your time and contribution to the world of Rich Dad right now. No problem. I was glad to be here. Yeah, and thank you for uh, launching the education piece because that's so important for people to understand what's going on. Right. So appreciate that. So when we come back, we'll be going to the next most popular part of our program. It's called Ask Robert. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Log on to RichDadRadio.com while you listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Today's subject was to all you people reading Money Magazine. If you want to be middle class and poor, Money Magazine is fantastic for you. But if you want to get rich, you better start sniffing the coffee and waking up 
because the world is changing so quickly right now. So once again, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them because repetition is how we learn. If you go to richdadradio.com and you listen to this program once or twice more, but more importantly, share with friends, family, and business associates, and then discuss it, you'll see this brave new world coming. And maybe you won't be so inclined to just try to save money and invest in the stock market. Because today's program, and I want to thank Jeff Wang, who's a specialist from Rocket Fuel, and Rob LeCount, VP of Operations of the Rich Dad Company, and Joel Flint, Senior Web Developer at the Rich Dad Company. Because we're talking about a subject that's near and dear to all of our hearts. It's kind of why the Rich Dad Company was founded. You know, as we said, savers are losers, the rich don't work for money, and your house is not an asset. And people like Money Magazine hate me for saying that, because that's our philosophy. So once again, going to the most happy part of our program, it's called Ask Robert, and you can submit your questions to richdadradio.com. And Melissa, what's the first question from our faithful readers out there? Our first question today, Robert, comes from JC in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. All right, Canada. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He says, we know that the fiat money is depreciating every single day. Do you think that the world is going to turn to some kind of cryptocurrency where do you see this going since the people have the trust in blockchain and have full control of their own money and not the banks? That's a great question. I really do think it's upon your age and your educational or real world experience. Like for Kim and I, for us to jump, we, we, we have invested in Ethereum and a few other coins, but we're more speculators. We're not into the business of it. So a lot will depend upon your age. If you're an old guy like me, I mean, I, I feel for them. They're all in these 401ks and saving money and their reverse mortgage on their home loans and all this, just as the world comes apart. So as I said, none of us know what's going to happen, but you better be prepared for what's going to happen. Any comments, Kim? Well, I'm just trying every time we do a discussion on cryptocurrencies, and I recommend you listen to this show again because there was a lot of information. I'm trying to figure out what's real about cryptocurrency and what's fake about cryptocurrency. Because um, there's, again, there's so many ways that this thing can go. And one thing that was fascinating, I thought at one of the breaks, we were talking with Jeff Wang and Rob and Joel. And uh, Jeff said there's there's three things that have to happen before cryptocurrencies get more established, which is they've got to figure out the regulations, which is all over the place. They've got to figure out how to overcome the limitations on technology. And he said for the ICOs, the initial coin offerings, those guys need to deliver on their promises. And there's going to be more fake ICOs. Yeah. This is just like the dot-com boom of 2000. Yeah, and Kim and I have started a gold mine and a silver mine. And so all these guys talk about mining cryptocurrencies. It's just like the same business, except one is crypto and one is tangible. So it really is time... And why the Rich Dad Company is here is we just want to keep you informed and up to date. We don't have anything to sell on it, but just keep you informed. So that's the most important thing, and you go with what you know. Anyhow, next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Vanelli in California. Favorite book, Cash Flow Quadrant. How can I keep myself on track without getting distracted by everything around me that isn't important and not getting me anywhere in life? How do you avoid the time-wasting traps of technology and stay focused on your goals? That's a fantastic question because, like I said, I plug my, shameless to plug my next book coming out sometime October or something like here. It's called Fake. 
and it's fake money, fake teachers, and fake assets. You see, most teachers are fake. In other words, they don't teach what they do. Like I really woke up in a in accounting class in my MBA program. My accounting teacher wasn't an accountant. He was a grad student. And this guy knew less about accounting than I did because at least I had my, I was an apprentice to my rich dad. And so most people are getting filled with stuff in their heads. And I hate to say this, but our friend uh, Josh and Lisa, Josh is teaching at a school in Texas. And he says, those kids are so depressed. They hate rich people. And I think the reason they hate rich people, they think the rich are greedy and evil, is because the American dream is gone. But they don't realize the people they should hate are the school teachers, because the school teachers are not bringing them up to date. They, they, they have them stuck in the industrial age where you go to school, you get a job, you work hard, you save money, you get out of debt, you buy a house, and you invest in a 401k. That is obsolete advice, and the kids know it. So that's really what they should look at as fake out there. So be very careful, that's the biggest thing. The most important thing is don't chase things, shiny objects. Like when you fish for a fish, you, you, you draw this little shiny object there and they, can't, they bite it and you eat them. So people chasing all this Bitcoin and car, cryptocurrency, they're chasing shiny objects just like they did during the dot-com boom. So study, your if you're really gonna be in crypto, study it. Like Kim and I understand gold, silver, and real estate and debt very well. Any comments, Kim? Yeah, well, I think, you know, maybe it's easier for our generation, Robert, because I don't have a problem turning off my phone. I don't have a problem turning off my computer. It's not, you know, it's not glued to me, where I think a lot of people, they are drawn. If Every time there's an email, every time there's a text, I got to look at it. Every time there's, I got to take it, I got to take it, I got to take it. But and, just talk about what happened at, uh, what's it called? Oh, South, South by Southwest. Southwest. That's that, they program in, what's it called? Oh, there's, yeah, one of the, it's called a non-obvious trend. One of the biggest trends happening right now is called manipulative outrage. And what they're doing in social media, in regular media. And is, Fox and, and CNN. They're putting out stories and they're putting out little things to get you angry and to get you Emotionally, riled up. Yeah. And then you go, oh, if you like that, well, let me send you this and this and this and this. If you hate Trump, I got 10 more guys to tell you why you should hate and Trump. And it feeds right into what Vanelli is asking is that all of a sudden you're drawn in this place and this place and this place. And you, you're kind of out of control because you're so at the effect of all of this technology. So, so I don't know. I just so I, I turn it off sometimes and it just in my book fake I talk about how I went my MBA program which was a complete waste of time for me because I knew it was going to be an entrepreneur not an employee and then I talked about my rich dad sent me to real estate class and in three days I learned what I was going how I was going to be rich and today how many apartment units do we own oh, we have over 8,000 every month 8,000 people send us checks you don't have to focus that hard after that you know but if you can focus on how to get those checks to come in you're in business if you don't like real estate, then do gold, silver, or do crypto. But you gotta focus, F-O-C-U-S. Follow one course until successful, F-O-C-U-S. Which brings up kind of a side note of our guest we had on a little while ago, Daniel Pink, and he wrote the book, When. Yeah. And he said, for most people, depending on your, your, depending on how you operate, but for most people, you do your most important things in the morning. And then you do your more menial rote tasks in the afternoon. And there's, it's a great book called When, W-H-E-N. Daniel Pink. Daniel Pink. He was and at South by Southwest also. He was. Fantastic yeah. program. Yeah, so a lot of us, we get caught up in the minutia and we do the little things in the morning and then when, our, when we're at our best, we're supposed to focus on stuff that's important, but 
you got to figure out what's important and what's not important. Yeah, focus. F-O-C-U-S. Follow one course until successful. So once again, you can submit your questions to Ask Robert at Rich Dad Radio. I want to thank our special guest, Jeff Wang. I really liked what he said because he was clear, lucid, and he's for real. He's in it every day. His company, Rocket Fuel, provides strategic value-added opportunities in business, strategy, product, marketing, and blockchain implementation. He's the kind of guy, you should, if you really are into it, listen to him. And Rob LeCount, who's the VP of Operations at Rich Dad, and Joel Flint, senior web developer at the Rich Dad Company. Once again, go to Jeff Wang at rocketfuel.team. Because today, ladies and gentlemen, you can read Money Magazine or you can look into the future. We suggest you look into the future. Thank you for listening.